Over the years, many cultures and people have reduced God to someone or something. But have you tried to ask yourself, who is really God? And I tell a lot of people, the moment you start asking yourself, who is God? You are going to meet a lot of information, a lot of things from people, from religion, from belief. But from the God wisdom, who really is God? What is God? And where does he dwell? On this, I'm going to use two major religions, Islam and Christianity. Now let's go to the book of Genesis chapter 1. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was in the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Now when you read Quran chapter 11 verse 7, that is Surah Al-Hud, and it reads this way, He who created the heavens and the earth in six days, and his throne was over the waters, that he might try you the best among you. Over the week I have encountered a lot of people who keep telling me, why are you reducing God to water? Water this, God is water. God is water. God is water. And I can prove it to you in the Bible. It's already written in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, that God lived in the face of the water before the earth was created. In Quran chapter 11, verse 7, it's saying that God built his throne on the surface of the water. If this is not clear, let's go back to the New Testament. John chapter 4, verse 14. What did John 4, 14 says about the God-like nation, the nature of God, who God truly is, and how he has been dealing with man over the years. Right from the time of creation, John chapter 4 verse 14 reads, But whoever drinks from the water that I shall give him will never test. But the question here is this, even the Quran has made it clear, that when you come to them and you tell them that this is who God truly is, they are going to say, this is sorcery, this is evil, and this is blasphemy. But who truly God is? Who is God according to the Quran and according to the Bible? But in my own revelation, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a fountain of water, bringing up into everlasting life. What is that water? That water is the spirit of God that has been hovering, that was hovering over the face and the surface of the earth prior to the creation of mankind. When you read John chapter 7 verse 37 and it says, On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if you, if anyone tastes, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living waters. Rivers of living waters. Waters. Living waters. That's God. And this is the promise that Christ was giving to his people. When you believe in that which have sent me to you, which is God, God, the ever spirit that hover on the face of the waters, not only will you be saved, but out of you flows the stream and the waters, the rivers of living waters. Now let's look, let's read Quran chapter 83, verse 28. 83, 28. Verse 28 it reads, A spring from waters, wherefore drink those nearest to Allah. How will you be able to drink from that water? You have to be close to God. The acceptance of God is the acceptance of His true nature, His spirit. Let's read Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 13. I don't know how I'm going to convince you to understand that truly the God of the universe is water. The spirit of the universe. The spirit that gives us power, the spirit that protects us, the spirit we call both in the church, in the mosque, in, 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 in the temple, wherever. That spirit is water. That spirit 
is water. Have you, have you tried to look at the, the, the beauty and the complexity of water? The only thing that exists in three states, gaseous, solid, and liquid. Have you read the book of Jeremiah? This will open your eyes. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 13, I read, O Lord, the hope of Israel, all who forsake you shall be ashamed. Those who depart from me shall be written in the earth, because they forsake the Lord, the fountain of living waters. Go read it. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 13. Because they forsaken the Lord, the fountain of the living waters. When you remove yourself from the source of life, when you remove yourself from the source of God, you are forsaking the fountain of the living water. The living water, the living water is God. Why would Jeremiah say, living the Lord your God is living the fountain of life, which is the living waters? It is to tell you the power of the waters. Jeremiah has made it clear to us that God that we serve is the water. A lot of you may find it a little bit um, out of point. The Quran already made that happen. That a time is coming that a lot of people will disbelieve. And they will say, it is sorcery. It is not sorcery. Have you wondered why when a man falls ill and the first thing the doctor will recommend is putting drip in his body or her body? Water is something we can live with that. Have you seen how man depends so much on water that when rain refuses to fall, we go hungry? That when the rivers are dry, famine have before the land. But how much have we been able to embrace the power of water? How much have we been able to give thanks to the spirit of the waters? It's not about bringing idols and bringing things to make sacrifice by the water, but accepting that you are one with water. Do you know you are one with water? I tell a lot of people, the life we live on earth, also, there is a life in the waters. And the moment you, you excommunicate yourself from the powers and the spirits that controls humanity with that of the waters, you are left alone. You are dead. What is life without water? The God we serve, the God of the universe, the God that created the heavens of the, and the earth, is water. It is written every day we see it. Before us, we see it. And it makes me to understand that when they say God is everywhere, is it true? Yes, God is truly everywhere. God is below us, He's above us, He's in the trees, in the, our blood. He lives inside of us. And that is why the moment you engage yourself in things that are not godly, God is away. It becomes an ordinary water in your body. The Spirit of God is out of there. And only when you begin to do good that the Spirit of God comes to dwell because spirit of God can only survive in liquid and when there is water when there is, when you are out of liquid you are dead now what is our relationship with water and how come God said he made man out of in his own image God wanted to see the beauty of what could be of him if he decides to come in this form and it was beautiful the Bible said and when God saw what he created it was beautiful but look at it just as men was created, creatures and other world were also created, universes were created. The water world was created. Envy has always been the purpose why man fell. And that's why the Quran said, God protect us from that spirit of envy. That one that sees us and envy us. It was envy that led to the downfall of man. And when envy and greed begins to grip the heart of men, 
they begin to fall apart. 